This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to PrettyLitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Late lunch, LMFM radio this Friday afternoon, and I'm going to raise my spirits now because they're always raised when I'm joined by my next guest. I say it always. I miss her so much coming into studio, but we've kept the old boot club on the road, haven't we, Margaret? No, we have, we have radio husbands, you and I, we have it sorted. (laughs) Thank you for joining me again. I do appreciate it. Let's get straight down to your selections today. And as I say to listeners, what Margaret recommends you should listen to. You really should because she's fantastic and she picks great ones with us every month. Your book of the month, please. It is The Gallery of Stolen Souls by Helen Morehouse. I looked at the cover and I got the, the shivers just looking at the cover. The heebie-jeebies. Yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) I did. Honestly, tell us about this one. Why do you like it so much? Okay, now this is really, really different. I don't normally go for anything um, kind of paranormal or with ghosts or that spooky kind of thing. It's It's just not normally my bag. But I loved the cover and I've read Helen's work before and I think she's great. So I said, we'll give it a lash. I was absolutely hooked. It is such a really strange idea, but kind of based on fact and the idea around memento mori. Have you ever heard of this? Go on. It's basically in Victorian times, people um, to to remember the deceased used to take get a, a photographers in to take pictures of the dead mm. to pose them in in everyday situations in their clothes and and have them looking as if they're alive and well and and they would get that photograph and keep it as a memento um, of their their loved ones. Um, So the book basically starts out with um, a hangman. You know at the beginning there's a hangman involved. Now you don't know why, um, or or all you know it's the 1800s. And then you're introduced to Samuel Templeton. Um, He is a photographer who, who takes these remembrance photographs um, in 1860, and you're also flashing through to Louise Lisi in 2018, and she's living in, in a house uh, that she's been left, um, totally fine. She's kind of a, a bit agoraphobic, but she's grand. And uh, as a treat to herself, she goes into an antique shop and buys um, an antique camera. And the minute she brings the camera home, strange things start happening. And this is where the title, The Gallery of Stolen Souls, is, is it's the people who who um, Samuel who had taken photographs of um, their spirits are kind of escaping from this camera. It's brilliant. Yeah, it is absolutely yes. brilliant. It's I have to say uh, the way it's worked uh, is something else. But the camera mm. brings back the spirits of the people that Samuel photographed back 
in 1860s, mid-1800s London. Mm-hmm. It's something else. It really is. And this lady you mentioned there in 2018 is now, her life is just turned on its head. It is. It, you know, the strange things start happening, but she has a painter and decorator in with her, Joe. And he, while he's a good, tough lad and everything, he can kind of sense something in the house too, something very odd. Um, so he brings in his sister, Tash, who's kind of, she's in college and she's kind of doing gothic studies. And so she, she decides she's going to find out what the hell is going on. And they try Ouija boards and they try everything, you know. So there's humour in it too. And also one of the, the a, a great memorable character called Bridget Watson, who who is Samuel Templeton's kind of assistant. She's a housekeeper and she's the one that gives him the nods up to these um, people who have died and whose family may um, want to photograph. Mm. And Louise and, discovers, doesn't she, the images that this camera have has taken? Yes, she does. And she recognises straight away the people in the images. Um, so it's a case of them trying to figure out what's going on. Um, but I can't really say any more because it's kind of spoiler, but it's just so clever. Mm. And, um, and there actually is a comedy show on RTE at the moment, kind of a dark comedy based on the Memento Mori idea of, of um, a guy in, in Ireland who, who did it. It was a real thing. It, you know, very, it seems very morbid now. Mm. But, I mean, one in four children died back in Victorian times, so that was their only way of remembering them. Yeah, so unsettled spirits uh, surrounding this camera that she innocently picked up come back uh, to haunt, yes, her, and bring back times that are long gone at this stage. Well worked, you'd say, Margaret. You know, I've said this to you before about books that, you know, go back in time and then jump forward. That that has been achieved really well in this book. Yeah, the dual time narrative is, is fabulous in historical fiction because you're linking it through to the present time and you can almost feel yourself in that. And as I said, I'm not normally into the kind of paranormal reads at all, but this one just was gripping, absolutely gripping. Unputtable down, as we've said before. So, <laughs> yeah. folks, the book of the month, and if you want to get under the covers with the little light from your phone at night time, just to, you know, <laughs> feel safe in your own bed, there's a good way to read this book. It's called The Gallery of Stolen Souls by Helen Moorehouse. Margaret Madden's book of the month on late lunch, LMFM Radio this month, comes highly recommended from the woman herself. Let's move on because you've picked a cracker, may I say, as well in the category that we call general fiction, the pink suit. Yeah, this one I've had on my bookshelf for a long time. Um, I picked it up purely because I loved the cover a couple of years ago. So the pink suit by Nicole Mary Kelby. And it's it's based, you know, on the on the cover you can see um, Jackie Kennedy there in her beautiful pink suit and it um, starts off with the assassination of her husband in 1963 in Dallas and the suit that she's wearing and, and how... People can remember the bloodstains and, and, and how iconic that that image was. So what happens in the book is is it's the story really of the suit, how it came about, the um, seamstress who helped uh, create it, who was um, an Irish immigrant, Kate, um, who had originally been born in Cove and, and um, took the boat over, try a new life in America, you know, so it's, it's, it's well linked in. And she is part of a well-regarded Shane Enon, uh, a real haute couture boutique at, at the time. That was, that's a real place, wasn't it? At that mm. at that time in New yeah. York. Yeah, a lot of the a lot of this book is based on facts. So 
and they talk about how although the suit is, has kind of been branded as Chanel, um, it was created in Shaninum because the, the Americans want to see the First Lady buying, in inverted commas, American, not, not Parisian. Um, so what they did was they bought the rights to the suit. Um, they bought the, the, um, the actual boucle wool, the fabric, the buttons and the, and the pattern. But they actually made it themselves in the back rooms of Shaninum. And this yeah. young Irish girl had such admiration for Jackie Kennedy. They never met. They never meet. You know, she's she's the one, the creator. But actually, that meeting never took place. But takes place. But besides, you know, that history of the Kennedys and uh, you know the New York fashion scene where your clothes said everything about about you. Well, probably still do today. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, you know, this young girl from Cove in Ireland, her story is in there. This is you know a big part of this, isn't it? Yeah, it's the story of the American dream, really, yeah. isn't it? You know, that they wanted to go over and, and make a life for themselves. And she's so talented at what she does. But let's be real, she's she's just an Irish immigrant. She's just always going to be in the back room. And um, what can they do but, but dream of, of, of a life like uh, Jackie Kennedy has? And you're right, she never gets to meet her. They send a body double um, for her, you know, who would be the same uh, size, height, width, you know, she was a very tall lady with very big feet, as it turns out. I didn't know any of this. Um, but yeah, so it, it's just about the American dream. And, and she's living in an Irish community over in New York. So you get a good feel of that. You don't expect the book to be about the first lady, per se. It's, it's about the creation of this suit and what it meant to the girl who made it. Uh, and uh, as well as that, you know, it's uh, again intertwining fact and fiction. Yes, absolutely. And anybody who's ever done any kind of dressmaking um, will will really appreciate how well the writer has, has described the amount of work that goes into this um, haute couture, you know. Mm, and uh, reminding everybody, that suit was the one that Jackie was wearing that fateful day in 1963 yeah. in Dallas, November 63, when the president was assassinated. Yeah, it's now in the mm. National Archives over it there, is. I believe. It is, it is indeed. And she was, it was shocking uh, scene at the time after the shooting. But uh, you like it? You really like this, Margaret? I did. It was a lovely, a lovely escapism. And, um, and as I said, I'm not, I mean, God, I can barely sew buttons on. But the descriptions mm. of, of how these things are made is fabulous. OK, The Pink Suit by Nicole Mary Kelby is uh, Margaret's second pick today and we round off your selections for November with Break the Mould, How to Take Your Place in the World by Sinead Burke, of course, from the North East here. Yes, now this is lovely. This is a children's book. Now in saying that, I enjoyed every page of it. It would kind of be for primary schools, kind of maybe nine plus on, until um, young humans, as, as Chris O'Dowd calls them on the cover, until they get to that more confident in themselves, you know, so when they go into secondary school and, and start meeting new people. And she basically, um, she's a little person, so she's three and a half foot tall and, you know, from a very, very young age, knew that she was, in inverted commas, different and um, noticed everything around her was not in any way geared to help her progress in life, even something as simple as... Um, light switches or locks on the back of toilet doors, things like that. These are all things that you and I would take for granted. Um, but Sinead and um, other little people would really struggle. And she she became such an advocate and she became such a voice for people with any kind of a disability or who look different, who sound different. 
um, you know, she just examines anybody who, who has been labelled different and says it's time to break the mould, it's time to change things. And she's so inspirational. And the book is written in such a way to encourage very young kids to stand up, use your voice. If you think something isn't right, if you see somebody being bullied in the playground, go tell someone, you know, break the mould, let's do this, let's make this world more inclusive. And we have to say, the illustrations in the book, they're by Natalie Byrne, they're beautiful. Yes, they really are. It's um, all the way through. It's kind of written in chapter form, but you can dip in and out of it as I did in the evening, just picked it up to see, you know, you forget what it's like being that awkward age, that kind of between 9 and 13 where you don't really know, you don't really know what's going on. You don't know what kind of a grown-up you're going to be. And she just has some great tips and she has um, people that you don't read about in your history books, but who have, you know, contributed to life in great ways. So there's sports people, there's scientists, you know, there's everything. It's very clever. And it has inspired so many because people who have struggled in life have got tremendous inspiration from uh, Sinead's story. And when you read the the couple of lines that our president, Michael D. Higgins, said, he said it's a very important book encouraging all of us to celebrate the uniqueness and gift of our own and others' differences while recognising all of that which we share in common. They're powerful words from the president, a great endorsement for this book as well. So, you know, for nine plus, you say, nine to teen years, but really a lovely read for anybody. Yeah, it's a wonderful one to have kind of sitting on the kitchen table or it will make an absolutely brilliant um, Christmas present if you have a godchild or a grandchild, you know, uh, nieces or nephews. I won the Irish Book Awards the other night for um, Best Children's Book, so I was absolutely thrilled. I was jumping up and down for her here, you know. That's yes. great. Yeah, yeah. No, well done and highly recommended. Break the Mould, How to Take Your Place in the World by Sinead Burke, rounding off Margaret's recommendations for this month. Now, you'll be back soon enough because we have the shorter month of December with your Book of the Year, Book of the Month and more recommendations besides. So there's your homework. Get going. <laughs> oh, Lordy. OK. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Great to talk to you, Margaret, as usual. Thank you so much. See you soon, Jerry. Bye. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye. The brilliant Margaret Madden there with her recommendations on Late Lunch. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.